Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Mike Shope. Last night at 1230 in the morning, I ate a can of mushrooms. <laughs> I did. Pieces and stems, if you're wondering. <laughs> As opposed to buttons, it was pieces and stems, which will be my next year's fantasy football team name. Pieces and stems. Pieces and stems. <laughs> and the Bulldog. I should be ashamed to admit this publicly, but whatever. How long have we been doing this? I'm a junkie. I can't be trusted. On WGR Sports Radio 550. Why does Joe Brady need to be interviewed? Haven't they already done that? When he got the job in the first place, don't they, haven't they already sort of figured out who he is and what, all new questions? What's what's up with that? Why does he need to be interviewed? Is that a formality or is that really like an important step? I don't think it's a formality. No. Like he, I don't think there would have been a ton of time to like, you know, prepare to interview him, talk about his vision for the offense when the change was made. It's like, you're, you're here. You're familiar. The quarterback knows you. Okay, you're in charge. Now it's like, okay, what do you what do you want to do with it? And now, so it's a chance for him to sort of showcase what he might want to do differently. He inherited an offense. I I think you can change things within that, like what your preferences are, what you think works better from watching your predecessor do the job, but it wasn't your thing. So now, you know, design, just different concepts. I, I I'm would, sure that's all right. I'm sure that's all right. He's got more stuff that, that he hasn't even busted out yet. I'm, I'm sure that's all right. I just think Sean McDermott, if not also Brandon Bean and everyone else, would know what those things are by now. Like, wh- what do you want to do? It, maybe not so much at length, like you're saying, but what do you want to do is a question you ask before you even give him the keys in the first place. And he, this is not really an important discussion. I mean, I, I know, like he, this, this is what happens. I, I don't think it, I, I'm not sure I want to read into the fact that they're like calling it an interview for him or anything like that. But just like, like what, how much do they really need to get into with each other? I think what you would want to do if you're, you're going to be thorough and I would expect them to be thorough and I would want them to be thorough is that you would want to judge what you hear from him and what, you know, how much you like about what he has to say um, against other candidates. Like, go talk to some other people and see what their vision is for your offense. I, I'm hopeful that they will do that. Nothing against Brady. I mean, um, you know, if they, if they go through this process to interview him and 12 hours from now they announce he has the job without talking to anyone else, then I'm kind of more with you. Like, what are you doing here? Why are you even bothering? But if you're going to talk to other candidates and I think you should talk to this guy just to get, you know, get, get his whole presentation and then get everybody else's and then make the best choice you can make. I think Atlanta still has not hired a coach, one of three teams and they have, I, it was reported that they interviewed him or have wanted to now he's available. So maybe that's already happened. If, if that was actually going to happen, he, I kind of think he's maybe like just perfect for them if they were to <laughs> want him, but Seems like maybe they don't want Belichick after all this. Seems like maybe they want to just talk to everybody. And they want to talk they, to everybody. They might be like that Miami tight end who's playing a ninth year of college football. They just they're just gonna keep interviewing people and then like, oh, what do you oh it's it's September? They're the Nyborgs in Glengarry Glen Ross. <laughs> they just like talking to salespeople. Right. Um three coaching vacancies left. What do they have in common? Washington, Atlanta, and Seattle. Oh, maybe, two, maybe, two, maybe multiple things. Two of the three are 
two of my least favorite sports franchises and well, I, I don't know, I really have anything against Washington as a sports city, but I, I can't stand Atlanta. Uh, but I like Which is weird. I like yeah, sure. Uh, or you know, perfectly normal. Uh, Seattle, I don't have any issue with really. Bulldog, they are all in the NFC. Oh, sure, yeah. Well, that was that was right there. Which opens the door for, ladies and gentlemen, reverse AFC coach power rankings. What? Powered by Empire Electric, your residential Where's neighborhood the... electrician. Visit EmpireElectricians.com. You're springing this on Zach, too? Because I, I don't hear the music. I didn't tell anybody. Yeah. But I love it. Reverse AFC, because co- all the jobs are filled. Speaking of things slash people you hate, there's a new name. The, the last AFC vacancy was filled by Jim Harbaugh, yeah. who you hate. Yeah. But where will he come in? Maybe. Will he be good? Are you assuming are people they're minus money to make the playoffs? That's out today. I am not assuming he'll be bad at this at all. I might even assume he'll be good. He's been he's been good or great everywhere he goes. I just can't I just can't stand his face and his pleated khakis and like everything about him. I just oh. He is maybe the all time leader in the uh Bulldogs. Want to hit you in the face with a shovel ring? Oh, I don't. Even, I don't remember if he was drafted that day, but uh, now he, he would be. Good God, I just can't stand that guy. All right, you up for this? I mean, sure. I, obviously, I'm just sure. dropping this yeah, on, on yeah, your lap. Yeah, I'm gonna have to know who all the coaches are. I think I, I, think, I, I think, think you I, do. I think I got a handle on that. Sixteen. Who, in your opinion, <laughs> is the worst coach in the AFC at this time, or just you know least proven, whatever? Who would you rank? First, in the reverse AFC coach power rankings. I kind of want to go Brian Callahan. He was talking today at his press conference. Maybe it was assumed that he was calling plays in Cincinnati. He confirmed he was not. Zach Taylor was, and so he'll do that now in his first year as a head coach. That seems a little risky. I don't, I don't totally know how I feel about that, especially like Will Levis is your quarterback. May not be a great idea. Hmm. What, nope. about, what about Mike Tomlin here? I would not pick Mike Tomlin yet. <laughs> I guess I would. I, I'm on board here. I'm fine here. Callahan. Callahan. Okay. I don't know. I mean, who knows? Right. Nobody ever knows if anybody's going to be good. Right. Like, maybe he'll be good. Yeah. But as as of now, Tennessee, right. 16, Brian Callahan, son of former NFL head coach Bill Callahan, by the way. Raiders and where else did he coach? Was he head coach anywhere else? He was a head coach with the Raiders. I right? think maybe Washington. Okay, that sounds right. Immaculate Grid. You can't use coaches, or else I would totally know because mm, he'd be somebody right. I would have looked up and guessed. You know, other Super Bowl coach, head coach in the Super Bowl. Sure. Which uh, reminds me to mention next week That's reverse cool. Super Bowl coach power rankings wow. all time. That's the Gruden's Buccaneers. That's right. Loss. Yeah. Okay. He replaced Gruden right. in Oakland. Right. 15. I will go Gerard Mayo. You beat me to it. Okay. Why are we going with Gerard Mayo? Everybody loves him. He's been the heir apparent. He had it written in his contract. He's going to succeed Bill Belichick. How's it gone with anybody from the Bill Belichick coaching tree ever, anywhere, at all? Besides terrible. Has any any of those guys been good? Have any of those guys been good? I I, I mean, Bill O'Brien had a moment. Okay. A moment. Yeah. It was fleeting, but it was a moment. Sure. Did I hear correctly, if you guys know, that Bill O'Brien has like X number of years under Belichick and Nick Saban, but no championships? I did not. Like it's 10 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I heard that on uh, NBC, NBC Pod. Not sure. But that would be pretty hard to do. Like if you're right. in this era, you're yeah. under Belichick and you're under... Yeah. Saban and never got a ring, I think. That's unfortunate. I, I I might be back here in two minutes telling you that's completely wrong. He has four, but I think I think I heard that. <laughs> okay. Fourteen, Antonio Pierce. I just like Tennessee at least is a guy who's coached offense, and even with all the winning Sean McDermott has done, I just have never come off that spot. And I know a lot of people feel the same way that. You really just, like, if you were hiring right now, as good as Lou Anarumo is or some of these defensive guys, would you really do that? I just would not. I No, no way would I hire 
my linebackers coach to be the head coach. Maybe they kind of had to felt mm-hmm. like they had to go with Pierce because he just sort of I awakened li- that. Team. I like that story. I'm rooting for him, but all the stuff about offense is absolutely right. Um, and he's new at it, so I mean, who knows? Um, you know, he he does have the body of work from this year, and the team really responded to him. Um, but they might have responded to anybody that wasn't Josh McDaniels. I mean, it's it's possible anyway. I mean, I know I know how that sounds to Pierce, a, a man I know very little about other than his playing career, and that he's now the head coach of the Raiders. But they might have been just ripe for a breath of fresh air because Josh McDaniels. Speaking of how's that gone for guys who've worked under Belichick, who've gone out on their own, like he is just a flame out waiting to happen, McDaniels. So anyway, um, fine with him. I'm fine with him. Though. All right, three new or almost new coaches. 13, reverse AFC coach power rankings. I want to say Robert Sala because I don't think he's even really running the organization. His quarterback is. Ooh, burn. Yeah, it feels like he's just the defensive coordinator and like every decision is just, what does Rodgers want to do? He wants to bring his 35-year-old wide receiver. Let's do it, guy. Like yeah. that's the whole. That's, that's how whole last year went. Yeah. I mean, I would assume it's more of the same this year, but I, I yeah, don't know. Is much going to change? I mean, probably not. JTS. And, and I honestly don't know who else to put here next. Like I'm I'm I might I might start to struggle uh from this point forward with this, but I I, I don't know. I am I'm look, I'm putting him I want him here. Eighteen and thirty three. Right. Next. Twelve. Sean Payton. Thank you. Wow. That's who I was you, thinking you of said next. like I don't really know if yeah. I have anyone. I'm like, uh, I kinda do. I thought about him yeah. already. Three times. You're both there? Yeah, I, wow. I can't first ring on the list. I don't think that's gonna I don't think that's gonna end well. Eleven. I don't think so. Can, can I let me just try this. Doug Peterson. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was easy. There we go. Good job. Good effort, Mike. <laughs> really, like I never did my own deep dive on Jacksonville's offense, but everybody that I turned to for that stuff hated it and left you wondering if Trevor Lawrence is good. Like, good job getting there this young and this far into his career. Right. Like, prodigal son type of prospect, all t- generational prospect, and, you know, you're most of the way through his rookie deal. You're You're arguing about whether he's good. Just doesn't look great there. I know Urban Meyer... Was part of that, but yeah, but it's two, know, like, it's two years with Doug press, Peterson now, and and Lawrence, the book seems to be he regressed. Press Taylor is the offensive coordinator, and I just I see him get ripped a lot. All right, reverse AFC coach power rankings ten. Tomlin. No. All right. I mean, he's accomplished more than almost anybody on this list besides, well, Belichick's not on the list. Uh, he doesn't have a job in the AFC or the NFC. If he were still the Patriot coach, would we have mentioned him yet? Oh, yeah, I would have. Yeah, I think so. Well, okay. I don't think I would have. So that's why I think Tomlin, even though there's you know playoffs again, never under 500, do I, how do I feel about that moving forward? Like, they're... They're they're the slightly better drought bills, is what the Steelers have become. They're just they're they're good enough to get there, good enough to avoid the high pick to get a quarterback, and sort of hovering. And that this will be another year of that probably. Roll pick it back out and okay. It would be kind of cool if they got somebody big, Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Right. Like maybe they won't do that, but kind of be a little sexy if the Steelers did something like that. And it also doesn't have to work. And it would be wildly out of character for them. Right. I mean, they just that's do, what makes it cool. They just, that's right, what makes it cool. Right. Yeah. They, yeah. It's a summer glow up They for just them. do not do that. Well, they haven't had to. Right. I mean, maybe in the 90s they did a little bit of that, but they really haven't had to. All right. Nine. Reverse AFC coach power rankings. Do we want to bring up Zach Taylor now? I feel like he's like the like the super unknown guy of the AFC coaches. No one really knows if he's good or not, but they got nine wins this year with Burrow hurt much of the year. 
but I just don't I don't really know if I trust him all that much. I, I feel like a lot of it is Burrow, maybe Callahan, but now finding out he didn't really call the plays, I'm kind of at a loss with him. Hmm. Yeah, this 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 sort of I, I have a I have a sense of how the high end of this is gonna go, but this region of the reverse AFC coaches power rankings. Thank you. Did I phrase it correctly? Close enough. Uh yeah, I'm sort of okay. Shane Steichen, Zach Taylor, D'Amico Ryan's, even Kevin Stefanski a little bit. Like I, I don't know, put him in whatever order you want. Okay, well, wow. I don't know. Um, Taylor is. I, I'm not ready with Taylor. I think I will go Steichen here, but there is the potential that he'll turn out great. Like yeah. Like that coach quarterback combo, I, I we lo- we both loved it. Like going into the draft, that's their coach. Eagles offense, Anthony Richardson, I mean match made in heaven, and it barely got airborne because the kid got hurt. So I, I'm still pretty optimistic for that. Yeah, uh, me, me too. Working out, me too. I, I just sort of got to this place when he was the favorite for coach of the year, like 500 record. Yeah. I don't even know if he's good at all, really. All right, break the tie. I'm good with Steichen here. I was barely. Oh, okay. oh yeah, no, I, I'm fine. I was fine with Steichen. Okay, yeah. yeah, eight. I think I'll maybe want to put Harbaugh here. Okay. Too high. No, I would. I, believe me, if I didn't pipe, put, you know, get, get in on him before now, I, I'm okay. All right. I do want to put on record. He terrifies me in the AFC. That man wins everywhere. But you got like a five year window before everyone internally is furious with him. So. At the most. Yeah, you got about, yeah, at most you got five years. But in those five years, he is terrifying. Seven. I think five years only takes three years now. But like three, everything's faster. Three now. years is the new five years. Three years is the new five years. Thank you. That's exactly what I wanted to say. You said it the, the proper way. Seven. That, that, that's, that's it. Yeah. Uh, seven. Hmm. D'Amico Ryans? Or is he so good that he has to be even better than seven? McDermott? Taylor has been mentioned. The others left are Reed and Harbaugh, Stefanski, and I would say Taylor here. Ryan's. I would, oh, McDaniel. Okay. I would want to go Taylor here. I think. All right, Zach Taylor, seven. Congarts. Six. Kevin Stefanski. Yeah, I'm there. He is the coach of the year, though. Yeah. Boy, I I because uh, Joe Flacco. I, I would just like to issue a dissent here. I'm going to lose. It's already two votes for Kevin Stefanski, but that guy did a great job. He 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 deserves Coach of the Year. Maybe like maybe somebody else deserves it too. But mm-hmm. I I'm on board with that. Losing Chubb. I mean, your offense kind of revolves around Chubb, and this idea the 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 thesis of it is that Watson's actually good. Watson's terrible. Chubb goes down week two for the year. It was early. Five different starting quarterbacks, eleven wins. But maybe we should go D'Amico Ryan's here. Yeah, that was a strong case. I've been swayed. Okay, I mean, I didn't write it yet. I yeah, Houston. No, you you yeah, Houston. All right, five. I would I would go McDermott next. I'm fine with that. Still good. Five is good. Five's good, but. Mike McDaniel, John Harbaugh, Stefanski, and Reed are the other options here. Buffalo, McDermott, five. It is. I, it is written. I, yeah, I'm outvoted anyway. But I, I, I might like Stefanski before McDermott here, just because body of work. Yep. Um, but okay. I mean, he did do a great job with Cleveland. I just, you know, can't stand the franchise. Want to put him four? Who's Stefanski? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of the four guys left, he's, yeah, if I, if I were willing to put him fifth, I'd definitely want him fourth. Three for me. This has to be McDaniel then. Yes. I mean, everybody loves him. The Chubb injury looks like it's on him. Um, and the results just ended up being only okay, right? I mean, good season. Right. But blew the division. Bounced from the playoffs, seven points, round one. Two. I'll say Harbaugh. 
I think you kind of have to because Reed is Reed is the offensive guy there, and like Harbaugh's done a lot, and he seems very open-minded and forward-thinking, and they've done a ton of winning and in different styles of play, like different defense, the quarterback running. Now it's more a more well-rounded offense. He's I like Harbaugh, John Harbaugh. As an idea, I don't. He, he kind of he also bugs me, just maybe mostly because you know he looks a little similar to his brother. Um, mm. But Reed is, you know, Reed is just Reed's a Reed's the dream. He's a giant. He's got you know he's got all the all the hardware, the offensive innovation. I mean, there's a play to read about the, the, maybe the Kelsey wide open touchdown from. Sunday or or it was one of the Kelsey touchdowns. I didn't see the game actually. He he, <laughs> I didn't see. The there's game. a story like Kelsey. It's a play they haven't called in a game since like 2017 or something. And Kelsey was bugging Reed about it to put it in, put it in. They put it in. They practiced it, called it, bang, wide open touchdown. What is special about it? I, I don't know. I, I don't. Some. I, I didn't. I didn't I didn't read out of all a certain of out of that formation, yeah, the Chiefs right. always do this other thing, and right. this time they did that thing. Yeah, something like that. I didn't know about that. Yeah, so there, but that was a big that was a big point in my head last week about this game is with all the times the Bills and the Chiefs have played, what do these guys have left? Right, and Reed, whatever he brought out, I mean, just look at the stats: eight yards a play. Yeah, it's crazy. It, whatever this was worked beautifully for Kansas City, and Bills. <laughs> Really, it's McDermott versus Reed in this way when it's those two mm-hmm. coaches because he's on the defensive side, yep. and Reed kind of blew him out, which has happened the other times they've met in the in the playoffs, not in the regular yep. season. That's right. But that's just like the the tougher coaching job is in the playoffs because you've played so many times, and you know you you get there, and w- w- here's your best stuff: mm-hmm. win or go home. All right, reverse AFC coach. Power rankings. Hopefully, you enjoyed that. The only thing you can really say in McDermott's defense this time is that you know, to an extent, there's an arm tied behind his back. With you know, the injuries were really, really tough. that. That is fine. That's definitely true. Up front, they did not have That's right. injuries, and they got nowhere. They couldn't stop the run even in the game. Hyde and Poyer were out there, like you had them. Yeah. And but you know, the rest of it. Douglas was obviously it seemed compromised. You know, Bernard was like Bernard the, the guy they probably least of all those guys, the guy they could least afford to lose. And that's how it goes. I mean, you have like like Klein maybe if it's not unfair, where you have just one like really weak link, what's gonna happen? You know? Go get it. If you're the Chiefs, go get it. You see that as sports. I'm you know, sort of thinking about this a lot, watching youth sports and how it gets to the with the pro level. If there's one player you can target, you're gonna do it. And you know, it, it, at the beginning of sports, when you're just starting, there's like it's the opposite, where you have one kid who's just amazing, and that <laughs> that kid's team wins. That that principle continues all the way to the NBA when it comes to basketball, <laughs> but not in other sports. Joe Ostrowski, when we come back, talking about Championship Sunday and what's going on uh, in the betting world. We've got a story today of a guy in the NFL who bet almost nine thousand times. Uh, when he was underage, Kayshawn Boutte, the Patriots, when he was with LSU. Like 23 bets a day or something. I, I, Sam Monson did the math on that. You saw that? <laughs> yes. Um, you wow. know, maybe, maybe you want to respect that uh, a little bit, but, you know, he got arrested underage. That's, that's the problem there. Yeah. And, you know, NFL player. Uh, Joe Ostrowski, after a break, Sal will join us at 4. Plenty of time for your calls as well today, 803-0550. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, WGR. We're in a situation where the only team that has an opening and the only one of the eight that had a vacancy during this hiring cycle that interviewed Bill Belichick was the Atlanta Falcons. And they interviewed him for a second time last Friday in person. And since then, the Falcons have paraded through a series of candidates for second interviews and other interviews and scheduled more and more talks with other candidates. That doesn't sound like a team that's ready to make a move on Bill Belichick. Adam Schefter, I'm thinking just right at this moment that I might have crossed up Joe Ostrowski. You don't have him yet, right? I asked him if he could stretch. He might think that I wanted to push him back. You asked him to come on at 5 to 3. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Five to four and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Stay on until five to four. <laughs> oh, no. Well, that'll happen. Uh, Adam Schefter there talking about Bill Belichick's Job prospects. Uh, Atlanta's the only. You just heard him. Atlanta's the only team that's talked to him, and they're interviewing everybody. So I wonder what is going to happen there. I wonder what is going to happen there. Well, Mina Kimes was saying how that uh, maybe he takes a year off. They had a good discussion about that with Levitard. Like, yeah. well, does he want to though? I mean, maybe he doesn't want to, but it's seventy. Really just not 70, getting the job. Seventy-two. I'd be worried about. Taking a year off, oh, every Could, make every moment count. <laughs> it just sort of feels a little bit too much like this is the end. On it, on the line, the host of BetQL Daily Odyssey Sports Betting Insider Joe Ostrowski. Whew, I'm relieved. I thought maybe I like just said to you, <laughs> Joe. I thought maybe I screwed things up by that earlier request, but uh, thankfully no. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app, and be sure to check out the BetQL Daily podcast. For more of Joe's analysis, I've been doing that this week. Just search BetQL wherever you find your podcast. Or maybe you did screw him up, but he was listening like he sometimes does before he comes on and heard you say, I think I screwed him up, and then he quickly dialed in. I don't uh, know. What, what's little the A little bit of column Joe? A, a little bit of column B. <laughs> uh, when I first read the message, I, I thought the request was going on a little bit later at around 53, and having a, an idea of what the clock is in this business, I was like, Oh, I got the 53 segment? Right. Like, yeah, two minutes even, and get out of here. That's just a read, basically. <laughs> right. The read yeah. is that long. Yeah, that's like, yeah, it's enough time to say hello to you. Yeah. Sorry, Joe, yeah. I, I tend to over-talk. I didn't really no. need to send you the message. Maybe <laughs> just want, trying to be so, thorough. All good. good. Um, one thing I know you've been sort of focused on, even going back to last week, I think, is sort of how to bet the rest of the NFL playoffs where you have, I guess this doesn't apply to us, does it? But the, the Super Bowl MVP option and how maybe you'd rather you may, maybe you find more value in betting players than teams? Uh, yeah, there's a little bit of that. It depends on the team, though, right? I, I think if you look at the different scenarios, the Final Four, okay, if the Ravens win the Super Bowl, is there a path to the Ravens winning the Super Bowl and it not being Lamar Jackson as the MVP? I have a tough time getting there, right? And, and the other AFC team, Mahomes. Okay, maybe there's a path for a crazy Kelsey game, but a crazy Kelsey game would probably include a few touchdown passes, which all would come yep. from Patrick Mahomes. So so that's difficult as well. Now, if you're looking at the NFC side, however, like if you think one of those teams is going to break through, they're going to win the Super Bowl, I, I think you can come up with an argument where you would go further down the board where voters are really looking for any reason not to give it to Purdy, and some still don't want to give Jared Goff. Uh, maybe his just due. So it kind of depends on the team that yeah. you project winning the Super Bowl. A couple of years ago when the Chiefs and 49ers were in the Super Bowl, I felt like I landed on Bosa 
as as an idea. Yes. Like the odds were really nice, and I thought yep. like I I can see that if they win the game, he probably has some sacks, and like there there you go, like that's it, like you stopped Mahomes, and so I don't know, I'll look at it, you know, and, and think about it, but that's that's a guy that that other than a quarterback that I could see doing it. So I bet Bosa last week at a hundred to one. All right, <laughs> took took a shot there. I'm like, okay, is it likely? No, but that's why you get the big number. What do we need for Von Miller? What do we need for Malcolm Smith? And it would probably be two and a half to three sacks. That's what history tells us with those defensive players. Um, last five years, we've seen receivers do it twice, and the, the common thread there has been volume guys. It was Edelman. It was Cup getting that award. So, okay, of the receivers still alive, which ones are the volume guys? which the offenses lean on heavily. San Francisco, you probably don't have that. It's a it's super long shot, biggest long shot of the weekend. But maybe you could make a case for Amon Ross St. Brown. Maybe. Um, that, that would be the argument there. Yeah. And then, you know, I mentioned maybe Goff wouldn't get it. I, you know, we're talking pizza money. Uh, it, the number went down. But the other day, Aiden Hutchinson was 370 to 1. Right, and that's the same argument as Bosa, basically. Exactly. A defensive player on Baltimore that, I, that came to mind. Yes. Uh, you want to, I, Kyle Hamilton is who I was I just going to say of, that. Like, because he he does so much for them, and you know, there's got to be some luck involved. But a couple of picks in a sack or something, or a couple mm-hmm. sacks in a pick, and he, he would have been the MVP of the game they played against San Francisco in the regular season. I think that's a Ravens 49ers game where it wouldn't have been. Yeah. Arguably, at least, it wouldn't yeah. have been Jackson, but. Offensively, I'm with Joe too, and maybe you are. Like yeah. Ravens wise, yeah. Who, who who would who who would it be actually? I just whoever great, gets in the end zone twice. Yeah, great question. Yeah, I, Hamilton's probably the guy. Man, now I'm looking at it. There's a 400 to one out there, mm. so mm-hmm. <laughs> it might be <laughs> right. might be worse. Tucker has shorter odds. Like come on. <laughs> Wow. That's incredible. I'm also, by the way, looking at the Chiefs Niners Super Bowl you mentioned, and I don't know who would have gotten it for San Fran had they won the game. Like mm. that was it was nobody nobody jumps out. Right. Maybe maybe Bosa, I don't remember, but maybe he was maybe he was live before Kansas City's comeback uh that game. It's two thousand nineteen season. Joe, um, before it gets away from us, the yep. Bill the Bills season. I mean, I know you had some futures bets. We talked about that a lot. Lot to like about them, price wise. You go back to around Thanksgiving. Didn't get there. Yeah. Um, are you surprised? Like I'm at the same time. I'm not trying to sound boastful about this. I got a lot of stuff wrong this year. But as we discussed through the season, they were live to me too at six and six. But they were never either likely to me to get there. You know? Yeah. It. I looked at it from. Okay. I. I, obviously, it's a loser in the end. But when they're six and six, if you're telling me, okay, they're going to be the two seed, oh, I'm making that bet every time. Right. Like, I'm getting those numbers. I'm going to make that AFC bet. I'll make that Super Bowl bet every single time, just because of the position that they would be put in. Now, the path very challenging. We we know all the issues. But something else you did not know at the time is, yeah, the injuries were bad throughout the season, and then they were going to get worse. Like, that's that was that was a big part of that game um yeah i'm sure you guys are sick of talking about it but even if the kick goes through the uprights they stopping them right i mean that that that's the problem like we could pick apart little things in that game or in the season and but you could have a quick counterpoint to all of that and, and it wasn't even the turnover game i mean that's what everyone was harping on all season just play a clean game for the most part and it wasn't one of those crazy crazy Josh Allen games that people complain about. But, uh, yeah, I, I, it wasn't likely, but I would still make that bet every single time sure. if I'm getting the two-seat at those numbers. Yeah. I wonder moving forward, I mean, this is wildly speculative, but like, assuming the Chiefs and Bills are somewhat reasonable facsimiles of what they've been, like, I wonder if we've seen the last time the Bills are favored against them for a while. You know, just like if they're having the same kind of year, they're going to play next year in the regular season here. I, I just, I don't know. I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't get them at least in the play. You couldn't get them at home. That was the big deal. We got them at home, and here we go. And you still couldn't find a way to make it happen. I know there's been regular season success, so I'm probably overstating this, but man, it just feels like they're an immovable object for the Bills. Maybe I was part of that 
but it felt like after after six and six and they took off with those wins, you just kind of ignored stuff that you shouldn't. Like there were a lot of close wins oh, that yeah. could have gone the other way. That early in the season, oh, everything's going against the Bills or losing these one score games, all this and that. When they it started going their way, it, it didn't feel like people were pointing that out as much. At least I wasn't. Maybe looking towards the positive side, but uh, but yeah, I think you're right, Matt. And we know the numbers and the the sample size, and we could talk about it as far as this weekend's game of Mahomes being an underdog is so small to begin with. Are are you going to keep going to that well? We're just at a point where people will, in in most cases, you give me points, I still got the quarterback, he's healthy, I'm going to take those points every single time. That's that's where I was last week, honestly, just in terms, objectively, uh, 10-1-1 against the spread as an underdog now, Mahomes, and probably a pretty good record outright too, because they don't lose very much. 8-3 straight up. 8-3 straight up. Well, yes, uh, your point about the Bills and their close wins was not lost on us. The expected points and yards per play hives were were strong, were, were loud and out there on just, is this team even better? Is this offense even better than it was before that coordinator change? And the injuries, of course, are part of it. But um, it's over. And I don't know, Joe, do you have sort of a, a sports radio take on like where they go from here? <laughs> Maybe you don't, but you probably do. You watch the games. Uh, this will be a transition year to some extent for Buffalo with salary cap challenges and age. Yeah, like, like I'm sure many of your listeners, I needed a, a day to step away mm-hmm. because yeah, probably in the moment I was really mad at McDermott. Um, Diggs, get out of here! Like, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. I, 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 but I know I, I don't know it as deep as you guys do, but certainly with with the salary cap and some of the contracts, like there's going to have to be. A lot of changes um, uh, there as far as that goes. But, like, yeah, I mean, not hot take, not so much. I hear some of it with Allen, never going to be able to win it. Like, it's just so ridiculous. Like, the dimes that he was throwing in certain spots in that game, like, come on, the ceiling is still there, and as long as he can, can stay healthy, it's always going to be there. Once again, same conversation. He just needs more help. It felt like he needed more this year than we've seen in, in these other years. Like He was getting more help in recent seasons, and this spin around, it, it didn't feel like he had much help. In. Yeah. Sometimes the hardest thing to do is to just keep going. You know, like the temptation to tear, tear stuff up, make big drastic changes, is there when you keep sort of hitting your head on the same ceiling, which the Bills have done now three years running in the divisional round, twice to the Chiefs, one to the Bengals in the middle of those 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 two against the Chiefs. But it you know, they they, they did do a lot of things right and and win a lot of football games. So it's it's hard. It's challenging. Well, what a game Sunday for the narrative stuff with some of the we've said a little bit on Mahomes, everybody said it all about him. Imagine with this crop of quarterbacks existing in the AFC, starting with Allen and Lamar Jackson, if just like basically only Mahomes can get to Super Bowls with the one exception of the Burrow year, which was a what an overtime win against Mahomes in the AFC Championship at that. Um, Jackson wins. Baltimore wins Sunday, though, Joe. And from a Bills perspective, it's like, all right, there now it's his turn. He gets a crack at it with two MVPs in his pocket. Burrow's Ben, and Mahomes is Mahomes, who sort of owns them at this point. And it could look pretty lonely. How many AFC quarterbacks from this era are going to be in the Hall of Fame? Jeez. The, the list that have two MVPs is not a lot. Like, uh, Lamar gets to the Super Bowl or gets a ring. Like, that's he, he's on that track, he, certainly. Th- th- there are only three players in history with two or more MVPs that are not in the Hall of Fame. Rodgers, who's active, Mahomes, and Brady. Just they haven't had a chance to be voted in yet, so yeah, I've been noticing that, thinking, thinking about that too. Yeah, certainly. Um, who, who do you like? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to twenty percent versus AT and T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. 
You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Ravens. I do too. Yeah. You like him at four? I've seen some fours. I do. I think two things are key for them. Um, one is they're not a they're not usually a fast starting team. Baltimore can look like Saturday last week right. is a good example. They can look kind of lost offensively early in games. Their defense is great, and maybe that I mean obviously that hasn't hurt them this year with their record. Uh, so I'd like for them to get out. You always want this for any team, I suppose. And, you know, Jackson was different, I thought, Joe, on Saturday, ultimately, because a lot of t- a lot of games this year, he just isn't really running all out. Yes. It's staying in the pocket. You know, they've changed their offense, and he's running, you know, just small chunks. But in the Houston game, I thought you saw the vintage Jackson as a runner uh, in that game. And, you know, AFC Championship, no holding back. So I would I would expect that here, and maybe he'll go for a hundred again. And I like him at home. It it was like um, with Harbaugh at, at the halftime interview; like he knew what was coming. Another one of Bulldogs' favorite coaches in the NFL, <laughs> but like he knew that the Texans were sending D'Amico was sending guys all day, and they were going to make their adjustments for the second half. And he knew Lamar was going to take off. Um, something I thought about as well: the the amount of rushing. That we saw from Lamar, maybe we, it wasn't pointed out in the time, but they, at the time, but they were saving him for this moment. And then he has over 100 rushing yards, and he has two rushing touchdowns this past Sunday. And I know it's going to be popular because that's fresh in people's mind. And I was a little surprised. Okay, even money for a rushing touchdown. And I looked at what he's doing over the season. He only has a rushing touchdown in four games. Like, really? Only four games? Because the perception is it's much higher. Mm-hmm. But in those games he's running, he runs, and he runs a lot. In three of the four games, he has two rushing touchdowns, which which I found interesting because that is seven to one compared to even money for the one rushing touchdown. Um, the other thing with the Ravens, obviously, they're, they're the most balanced team left as far as I'm concerned. Find a weakness. It's not special teams. It's not coaching. It's, it's not offense or defense. It's very difficult. And then all season long, for the most part, outside of Pittsburgh, a divisional matchup, when you look at their tough games, their playoff teams that they played, they're crushing teams. Detroit, San Francisco, Miami, Houston twice. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm with the Ravens three and, a, three and a half. Earlier in the week it was three, juice a little bit, and I figured that that would not last. But uh, now we're at four at some spots. And I think we're going to sit here. It's probably going to be three and a half or four. But uh, there, w- there will be a lot of people that just come in and say, look, I'm not playing this game. It's Mahomes getting more than a field goal. It's just a blind bet that I'm going to make every single time. Right. Didn't we just talk about this? Right. Yes. Mahomes <laughs> right. as an underdog. And Baltimore, yep. and Baltimore gets Andrews back. Yep. And I think Humphrey, he was limited, I know, yesterday. I didn't see uh, what he did in, t- in uh, today's practice. But it, it certainly does look like uh, he's going to make his return as well. It's like, what do you do against them? It's it's tough. And um, what you do know that you can do on the Chiefs is you can run them a little bit, and they can use any number of guys. If it's not Lamar, it could be Gus. A lot of people like Justice, Justice Hill in this game. His props are like around 30 rushing yards. Or maybe Cook gets a little bit of run. You never know where it's coming from. Delvin Cook. Delvin Cook. It's interesting that they didn't really use Beckham last week. The whole premise, I think, was like the playoffs, and he barely ran any routes. Um, I like their offense more without Andrews, as good as Andrews is, because yeah. Jackson like just leans on him. And the whole point this year was like to sort of diversify, yeah. but can't I really can't consider it a negative. Uh, the other game, I like Detroit because of Gibbs and Montgomery and what Aaron Jones looked like against the Niners. But 
Am I crazy? Like, am I overthinking it here, Joe? The Niners are so good at home. I like San Francisco. I yeah, I've I've got it going the other way. It's just I'm having a tough time back in that Detroit defense, and I know seven is a lot, but what we've seen over 400 yards allowed in each playoff game. They gave up the second most yards all season long. It's just. It, it looks like the conditions are going to be fine, so no rain for Purdy. Like, that's mm-hmm. the big thing that mm-hmm. we apparently learned, that Purdy cannot play in the rain. Um, is that good for Goff? Probably, but still, it's outdoors where he just becomes an average quarterback. Not bad, like, when the conditions are very poor, but he he's just fine. Um, I think it's overstated a little bit about Debo. It's certainly fair to bring up the numbers, the record when he plays an entire game. They're 12-1 and this year. That's fine. And then people point to, okay, when he's not finishing games or when he's a DMP, look how terrible the record is. They're 0-5 against the spread, 1-4 and straight up. But people fail to mention, oh, yeah, Trent Williams wasn't out there in those right. games too. Right. Like, that, that is certainly worth bringing up. Now, I, I do like San Francisco and, you know, in the props market, Lions terrible against tight ends all year. So I could see it being a Kittle game once again. Interesting. Um, all right, Joe. Well, what else? Uh, I guess awards are decided. You probably can't bet on that anymore, can you? I mean, the finalists are out, but is that still live action? Yeah, they took all the all the uh, all the awards down after uh, after the games all wrapped up. It'll be interesting to see if uh, the betting market was on track with uh, what what ends up being all the winners. I mean, by the end, it was Lamar in a runaway. It was Hamlin, a huge favorite for comeback. It was McCaffrey for offensive player. Defensive player was pretty close. I'm, I'm not sure how that, that ends up shaking out. We know what uh, offensive rookie is going to be. Jalen Carter was the runaway favorite on defensive rookie. The only ones that really seemed close, I'd say defensive player and then coach of the year by the end. That was changing a lot. Stefanski? Yeah, in the end, Stefanski was a big favorite, but it, it's tough because going into that last game, uh, D'Amico Ryan's was getting a lot of steam too. Okay, what do you think of a guy betting eight thousand nine hundred times, uh, even at underage status? Uh, <laughs> Joe Kayshawn Boutte is he a legend of the game with this kind of number? That is some that's, action. Yeah. That's a lot for an athlete. You figure they're not five dollar bets, right? Like you would think, even a kid um, getting some money on the side. <laughs> Which, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, pr- probably. I mean, I, I yeah, I well, how about this though? Like. There are – I'm not one to tell you this, but there are bettors who will put their money on one game, and then there are people who will bet them all. Remember Bulldog? Yeah. I had that – what was it? I had to use – remember the story? I had to use money. Right. I had credits. You, you were like – you did like favorites in college basketball one night and then underdogs I, I, another night. I've or got to remember teams this. Or road teams. It was ridiculous. I've got to remember this for Joe. So, some situation arose where I had like one of these bonus bet offers. This is – Many years ago now, so probably offshore. Yes, that's what it was. And I had to use it all by a certain date to get it, to claim it. And so literally, Bulldog is right. Like literally, I would bet every college basketball game on a busy given night. Just every game. And so, well, you there, know, there are people that do that. Um, yeah, March Madness certainly is when it really ticks up. I'm not one of these people, but I know some people love to live bet. And then on the same game, they'll by the end of the night, maybe they'll end up with six different bets, some searching for a middle, different reasons, betting both sides, just looking for a huge difference to, to what the point spread ended up being. So don't don't entirely know the situation, but how many times we gotta do this, guys? Like they know everything. It's your name. Yeah. Louisiana <laughs> is a legal market. They have all of your information. They're tracking it on all of these players. How many times do we need to go through this? I know. Pretty good fantasy scandal, by the way, uh, popped up yesterday. I don't know if you're up to speed on that, but no. uh, we'll talk about it you know, off air at some point. Pretty pretty okay. serious stuff. Okay, Joe, uh, good luck. Championship Sunday. Thanks for your time, as always. Thanks, fellas. Joe Ostrowski, the host of BetQL Daily, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider. Insider Calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Yeah, friends of mine busted... Uh, the NFC, NFFC fantasy site, finding that somebody, it was like a two-man game, changing their roster in the middle of the games, which 
you know, common sense tells you you're not allowed to do that. It seems like at the very least, poor sportsmanship at the worst, probably highly <laughs> illegal. At the very least. <laughs> yeah, so my guys were in the contest, and they were just w- watching this one team because they were trying to beat it, and they noticed that the team had, the lineup had changed in the middle of the Bills game. Like they, or after it had kicked off. After, 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 after lineups had locked. After lock, right. right. And then they found it happened the same team the week before and went public with it and people were fired and banned and all kinds of bad stuff. Sal Capaccio coming up next. Talk about Joe Brady's chances of being hired as the permanent offensive coordinator of the Bills. Also, Bulldog threw out a, a number on Khalil Shakir going forward. We've talked a lot about Diggs and maybe Davis leaves. What are the Bills going to do at wide receiver? They have a guy who came on this year, and what is his importance and like sort of his prospects, Khalil Shakir, for the Bills 2024 and beyond. That and more with Sal Capaccio after the update. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here, WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Uh, 